Hey there, everybody. Welcome once again to Greenlight Reviews. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. Today, Ann, we are going to take a very good look at a film called The Iron Lady. It stars Meryl Streep as Margaret Thatcher. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who might have forgotten, Margaret Thatcher was for about a dozen years the Prime Minister of England, mostly during the Ronald Reagan era. And we might point out, too, Les, that she was the first and only female Prime Minister. Absolutely. The film begins when we see Margaret Thatcher as a very, very elderly woman suffering from dementia. And as she begins reminiscing about her rise to tremendous power in England, the movie cuts back to an earlier day and we see Meryl Streep as a middle-aged woman. Before we go any further with this story, which is beyond a biography, we have to say that Meryl Streep is absolutely astonishing. Mm -hmm. We've always known she's a great actress. She's a great actress in everything she does. It's amazing to watch her, and it's amazing to watch her mm -hmm. with her co-star Jim Broadbent, who is one of my favorite actors in the world. He's already won an Oscar. He plays her husband, Dennis Thatcher. Right. And interestingly enough, a lot of the scenes between them, especially when she is elderly, he is actually a ghost. Correct. But she talks to him, and she relates to him, and he he relates to her. And those scenes, I think, are particularly wonderful. Of course, we see her when she is first elected to Parliament. She is a very outspoken woman. She is very much part of the Conservative Party. Small wonder that Ronald Reagan really adored her. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, a lot of the things that she says during those years are a little bit shocking today, to some of us anyway, in this country. But she's always interesting when she does it. And for that reason, this is turning into a pretty good film. Well, I think Iron Lady has one significant problem, and that is that it moves a little bit unevenly from the past to the present. Yes. It's a little bit jagged, I think. Now, I've read up on this film and understand that it was shot in less than a month. So most movies go on for six months to ten months. Yes. That they did this in about 30 days is quite remarkable. Making any movie in 30 days is a miracle. It speaks to the fact that Meryl Streep is such a genius of an actress that she could probably do her scenes in one take, or two takes at the most, sure. then move on to the next setup. Unfortunately, the movie just doesn't quite gel. That doesn't mean that it isn't a worthwhile experience and that it isn't a very fine piece of work on Meryl Streep's part and Absolutely. Mr. Broadbent. Absolutely. I like the movie. I think it's always tough to compress a person's life into two hours. This is a biopic, after all, and it's really a challenge to do this and to try and make sense of a person's entire existence in such a short period of time. I thought that when we saw the middle-aged Margaret Thatcher holding court, as it were, in her yes, parliament sure. and giving her speeches and so on, I thought that's when the movie kicked into high gear. We could see that Meryl Streep was really enjoying delivering those speeches, and as a result, the audience was 
was having a jolly good time of it as well. That's very interesting, though, because I completely think the opposite. I think that... I know you do. The scenes where she was making her speeches, when she was making her pronouncements about politics. And by the way, this has nothing to do with Margaret Thatcher's politics. You don't even think about that when you go see a movie. But I thought those scenes were a little bit tiresome for me, and I longed to see her with her husband, both when she was middle-aged and with her husband's spirit when she was older. Those moments really worked for me much better than the so-called political moments. Well, I respect your opinion. I respect yours. (laughs) I just felt that it was more interesting to watch her when she was at the height of her power. Now, I like the scenes as she was an older lady, but I felt that they got tiresome. I mean, she's seen as a doddering old lady with the ravages of dementia, and she does such a fantastic job, I must say. Meryl Streep can do no wrong. I mean, she is the greatest cinematic actress of our time. There is no actress that can ever compete truly with Meryl Streep. Right. But I thought that those scenes became tedious to me and also quite bittersweet. So while I appreciated them, I liked the sequences when I saw her as a younger woman a bit more. That's all. Well, you know what we ought to do? We ought to get a hold of this film at Scissors. <laughs> and we'll cut it up and you watch your part and I'll watch my part and we'll both be happy. I'm not unhappy with this film at all. You know, I think that just watching these two astonishing actors, especially Meryl Streep, to take nothing away from Mr. Broadbent. I agree. It's amazing. It is. But I think we have to point out one thing yep. or several things. I think it's important for all of us to recognize that the portrait that is drawn of Margaret Thatcher is pretty unsympathetic. We see her as a autocratic, heartless, and sometimes a downright humorless human being. Yes. This is not a funny woman. This is not a person that has any irony about her, even though, ironically, the name of the movie is The Iron Lady, but it's not The Ironic Lady. She is a straight-ahead, ambitious politician, and we get that message loud and clear right from the beginning. And as a result, the movie itself is kind of unsympathetic and certainly humorless. That is one of the other problems. You see biopics and whether you like the person or you don't like the person, the real person, there is something in the film that is kind of humorous. And you say, well, you know, I certainly wouldn't like to spend a lot of time with this person, but, you know, to sit down and have a cup of coffee with them, that might have been fun. I might add to that, Les, that when we saw Helen Mirren in The Queen, there was a lot of humor within that movie. Oh, sure. Particularly because of Michael Sheen's playing of the Prime Minister and his interaction with the Queen herself. There were really some brilliant moments of levity. Oh, yeah. We don't have any of that in this film. This is a straight-ahead portraiture, if you will, of a very strong and steely-minded woman. Yes. And I admire the picture. I just didn't love the movie because Margaret Thatcher is not a woman to be loved. You can be sympathetic towards her because she's now an old lady and she's sick and she's losing it and so on, and you feel sorry for her. But basically, I thought the movie was a very accurate portrayal of Margaret Thatcher. I thought it was a masterful piece of work on Meryl Streep's part. I'm going to give the movie a yellow light, a strong yellow light. It's just that I wish the film had matched the thatch. (laughs) 
Okay. I'm going to give it a yellow light also. And anytime I go see Meryl Streep in a movie, I'm expecting to give it a green light. So I was kind of disappointed by this, but it is very much worth watching for those of you who love good acting and those of you who are interested in recent history. I agree with you. There's a lot going on in this film. Is it a great film? No. So two strong yellow lights for The Iron Lady. Well, we're going to come back and review another film very, very shortly. We hope you will stick around with us. Until that time, my name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder, and I'm not the Iron Lady. You are not the Iron Lady. (laughs) You're a kitten, that's what you are. (laughs) So, until we see you again, Greenlight Reviews hopes that you're not going to be an iron person. You're going to go and have a good time, which is where you're supposed to have a good time at the movies. Hi, this is comedian and writer, and let's be honest, I do a lot of things. This is Dean Archipotus, the host of Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Yes, we drink and talk about whiskey, but we do so much more with so many interesting people. For example, we talk to comedians like Greg Warren. You know, I don't want to brag, but let's just say I can walk into a Red Lobster and get whatever. You know, I think the pause right there is probably more important than the word. Amazing athletes like boxing champion Buster Douglas. When a fighter's down and he's looking for his mouthpiece instead of trying to get up. That's when I knew it was over. Yeah, yeah, right? And, yes, Bigfoot chasers. Do you believe in Bigfoot? And if so, does he really eat beef jerky? <laughs> the Bigfoot thing is people have seen these, and, and I've seen a lot of compelling evidence about it. It's Whiskey Business with Dino Tripotis. Join us for what we call a good conversation with a good pour. You really can't ask for much more than that, can you, people? Check us out at whiskeybusinesspod.com, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.